episode that we recorded this last week that I got everything together. Pretty intense. Yeah. It's kind of hard to listen to. I went through and I edited. I'm also eating candy. I'm sorry. I can eat candy later. They're watching Sabrina, but I wanted to work on the podcast. It took me a while to edit that one, and then I had to redo it with but it brought up a like a lot of memories for me. It's so yeah. it's so funny how memory works also. Yeah. Like I cried in my car a few times. I teared up in my desk at work and then we were doing uh candy for the little kids, like everybody brought their kids today. Oh, okay. Little kids are walking by and I was like, Don't cry, don't cry. It made me think about just that time in my life and everything that was kind of going on. Because I remember we were buying a new car that day and I had gone to see her right before. And I came home and we had, you know, signed on the car. We were super excited. And then I got the, I can't remember if it was a call or a text message. How crazy. Like, I can't remember that little detail. Yeah, I don't know. David and I were at work. I think you guys had plans to see her later that day, right? I think so. So I don't remember. I just remember he came to tell me and I was like, are you serious? Yeah. And then I remember sitting in the office just in shock. I don't remember if we came to work the next day. I don't either. Like, I feel like we didn't. I feel like we didn't come to work until after the funeral. But I mean, we might have. Yeah, I don't remember either. So do you think there is? I mean, I don't know. That brings up the conversation of is is an afterlife real? My brain wants to say, no, it was just, like, my brain's like, it's just me working my stuff out. Yeah. But my heart's like, I think it was something more than that. It does feel that way. Like, of course I would think, oh, it's your brain working it out. But getting all of those things all at once, it it just, it, it feels like the universe is giving you that message. And then with our friend, I don't have an explanation for that. It felt real. There's such a comfort that you feel whenever you get one of those messages like it, it yeah. is it is comforting to think oh somebody on the other side is thinking about me and I'm thinking about that person like I still have that connection to that person you know how when we dream everything that we dream is like every person that we dream is supposed to be a face that we've seen already yeah like our brains it's really hard for our brains to make up new things yes well, then I started thinking about what about people like Salvador Dali? You don't see clocks melting in real life, but he saw that and he painted it. Did he do drugs? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough about Salvador Dali. I feel like <laughs> if, if you're doing certain drugs, they might make you see things like that. Like peyote. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that and Hunter S. Thompson. I'm like, um, man, that's fucked up. But I, I, I mean, your brain... It's supposed to think about things when you're asleep. Like, I know when I have a problem, I'll sleep on it, and my dream will process it for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to cut this part out of the podcast, but okay. I had a dream last night. <laughs> so, what was your dream about? What if I had a dream, and this ends up being some deja vu bullshit? Not deja vu, it's premonition. Fuck. I'm going to have to cut. Cut right now. Aww. But that's weird that we both thought about her. Have you seen any of Sabrina? Uh, they're watching it. You need to watch it because it's really good. But my favorite character is Salem the cat. Even though he doesn't talk? Even though he doesn't talk, he still protects her. Okay. Is he sassy still? Is he like, Um, not really. He just, like, it was just weird for that to happen. I kind of liked how sassy he was in the show. Yeah. He was funny. Yeah. I think he was almost my favorite character. But the ants. I really enjoyed the ants in the original one, too. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm surprised that I like the new show so much. Yeah. Well, I'm going to watch it. I traded off. Uh, I watched House on Haunted Hill instead of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Let's put this in the podcast, too. We'll start off talking about dreams, and then we'll talk about this. Okay. Let me put this in there. That way Should people I tell the know. cat story? Huh? Should I tell the cat story? What cat story? The one that happened oh, on Saturday. Hell yeah, you should tell that cat story. Tell it. So scary. Okay, so I went to my sister's house on Saturday, and we were was there Friday, and then I went back on Saturday. It was her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, she Wait. turned 30. Oh, my God, yeah, really? Are you serious? turned 30. Can you believe it? No. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. I remember when she was in high school. Yeah. Now she's married with kids. Where did Tom go? I don't know. What have I done with my life? Shut up. So you guys, uh, so you went over to her house. Y'all were watching Sabrina? Yes. And we had all the lights off. You know, the spooky show. And I really, really liked the show. So at one point, we're sitting there watching the show and we start to hear a cat crying. And we're like, that's the, I mean, it's, is Salem there in that, like, we don't see him in that scene. And we're like, where's that sound coming from? So then we pause it, and it's coming from the front door. There is a cat crying outside the front door. They don't have a cat. So my sister's husband stands up, looks out the peephole, and he's like, there's a cat out there. And my sister and I are like, what? It sounds like it's hurt. Like, it's crying outside the door. And he's like, do not open the door. Do not let it in. And I was like, what if it's injured? And he said, I'll go around the back door and I'll come around the front and see if it's injured. So he said, do not open the front door. He went out the back door. He walked around the house. And then he peeked around the corner and it saw him and it ran up to him. And it was fine. Like, it was like a, it wasn't a baby kitten. It was like a young kitten. Like a young adult kitten. Okay. And it was just crying at the front door. And he was like, we were like, they had no idea why it was doing that especially during that like we were watching the show so we were kind of freaked out that that happened then it's pretty intense and did y'all let it in or no he wouldn't let her he told my sister he was like do not let that cat in we can't have cats in our apartment she wanted to but sometimes cats pick you like that's how we got joke like we were outside he ran up to us and so we brought him in and we were like we'll feed him and then we'll bring him back outside and that was eight or nine years ago maybe even ten years ago and he's our cat Still. But, yeah, he's, it is. but he's the best one, right? He is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Monica just gave side eye to whatever cat was in the living room. <laughs> Buster's over there. Yeah, I'm talking about you. I told you what Joe did this morning, right? No, he what happened? Over. He knocked over. Okay, so I have a headboard with a bookshelf, and then I have a lamp on top of that. He knocked over the lamp, and it almost fell on my head. He's trying I was to like, kill are you trying to kill me? Yes. He's like, if we, we got rid of one, now if we get rid of this one, we get the apartment. I don't God, think they understand how rent works. They can't open those cans. Oh, they're going to kill their meal ticket. So, remember that. So, wait. Okay. Isn't George Michael your least favorite? He is my least favorite. But what if he's trying to save you from Job? What if it's all just an act and you're like, Job's my favorite, but it's just an act? Well, he should stop pissing on the floor. I don't know where he is. I'm going to leave this in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoyed House on Haunted Hill. It was right in my wheelhouse. I have been, It had been recommended to me by at least four or five people. They were like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? And I was like, you guys know I don't have time. But I buckled down. And while I was laying down, while I should have been sleeping, I watched it. 
So I, a lot of, there are a lot of times where the kids wake up and things are standing over them or things are looking at them. And the thing is, then I went on and I looked at all of like the Easter eggs. There are ghosts out of the wazoo on that show that I didn't even catch. Wow. Like everything's at the corner of your eye in that show. It's like, this genuinely is like, you know how, when you watch the exorcist and you look, there's that one part where I believe there's a subway and there's a face in the subway and then I know that there's a part where they're in the kitchen and on the vent hood there's a demon face like I know that that's there for sure this is like that but ghosts are everywhere like people you think are regular are not there aren't people oh my god I don't know how I feel about that like that whole waking up and seeing someone standing there it's a hard pass for me like I have to wait till I'm not sleeping alone anymore well, okay, and spoiler alert for anybody that doesn't hasn't seen the show, doesn't want to talk about it, I don't know when we're going to end this part, but there are sensitives on the show. If you've read the book, the this is kind of a reimagining, and so I didn't, when I saw the preview, and then I talked to David about it, he was like, I want to read the book, and I was like, I read the book, and it's nothing like this, but there are characters that have similar names. Uh-huh. And I feel like I'm going to put out my prediction for season two. Do it. Season two prediction is that now we have ghost hunters coming back to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke is in charge of the house now. And not Luke. I'm sorry. Stevie. Stevie's in charge of the house. And he is either going to have ghost people in there to investigate or it's going to be travel back in time to the 1920s, the 1940s, 1950s about the history of the house because you don't know the history of the house and that's something that you only get pieces of so i feel Mm -hmm. like those like in the book there's a paranormal company coming to explore it and they're bringing people that used to live in the house or had some sort of paranormal experience in the past have you seen that movie the haunting Catherine zeta jones owen wilson i don't know i can't remember if he's in it is it, um, they all go to a house to do a sleep study? Yes, but it's not really a sleep study. It's a paranormal study. Like, I can't remember if they fool them into thinking it's a sleep study or if they tell them, like, I, I can't remember that part. But this show reminded me of The Haunting. Plus, do you remember that, um, the miniseries that Stephen King did for ABC Rose Red? I remember the name, but I didn't watch it. It reminds me of that and how everybody has a story and everybody's story is interconnected and everybody's there for a reason. Mm. It reminded me of that. Mm. So it was like if you took both of those and that house has a history. And so it reminded me of of that. And I believe that Stephen King read Shirley Jackson and uh, got the inspiration for it from her novels, like not just her, but, you know, other great horror writers. And they're also making Shirley Jackson's The Lottery into a movie. And I wonder how they were going to do that one. How are they going to stretch it out? I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's really it's really short. I mean, it has to be. I mean, and then how do you do the last scene in, in more than two minutes? Yeah. I mean, it has to be the town fighting with itself. Like, that has to be most of it. And then the actual lottery has to be like the last 15, 20 minutes. But I then, feel like that sounds more like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yes. And, like, at the end, these people come in from the other towns. Because they talk about it in the lottery. They're like, hey, other towns aren't doing the lottery anymore. 
So maybe the other people come in, they're like, oh, uh, I see y'all do the lottery. Uh, we outlawed that now. Or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But I enjoyed The Haunting of Hill House. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed all the Easter eggs, too. And I can't wait to find out what the next season will be. And all the people on that show are just gorgeous. The little girl who plays Little Nell, she, I mean, she killed it. Acting her heart out. I mean, just acting her heart out. And I thought all the kids were so good. Little Luke was absolutely adorable. The girls, Little Theo and Little Shirley, were so cute. And then Stevie was such a young man. He was such a, a uptight young man. But he was exactly like his character later. And the kids look so much like the people. It's weird. Yeah, like it was really like there's a part where the mom says, I didn't recognize them, but then I looked harder and I knew. Like little Luke and big Luke, they don't look too, too much alike. But all the girls, like the girls are spot on. Shirley, Theo, and Nell, spot on. But I was a little annoyed because I like the younger dad. Like I thought he had such a persona, but Timothy Hutton has such striking blue eyes. And so they had to give, um, and now I feel like a shit person because I, I can't remember his name, Elliot from E.T. They had to give him blue contacts. And there's one point where the they do a close-up of his face and the blue contacts don't fit all of his iris. And so you can see the brown on the outside. But then there are points where you see it and it's close up and it fits. And so I don't know if just that day they didn't have the proper size contacts. But, I mean, I like the way that the dad, he was kind of, he was supportive in some ways, but very much like, this is real, this is, this is fake, this is imaginary, this is this. I enjoyed it. I mean, of course I enjoyed it. I finished it in two days. Yikes. So I think I did five or six episodes day one, and then I finished up the last four the next day. So that's probably up at three or four, because I think they're about 45 minutes. 50 minutes. So you would definitely recommend it. Absolutely, and I have. I completely recommend it. I mean, if you're looking for a good skin, there's one part where two sisters are arguing in the car and a ghost comes up between them and I screamed and then the girl in the car, she's driving, she screamed and ran off the road. And I was like, exactly. Oh my God. And the characters don't make stupid decisions. Like, you know how some people make stupid decisions? Yes. I mean, some of the parents sometimes make stupid decisions because I'm like, like, I'm just like, come on. But because they go against their instinct and it's like, there's just too much going on there. But there's one part where a character does something and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. That's what I would have done. But then the main character's like, the house isn't going to just let him do that. And I was like, oh, shit, I'd be dead. Oh. But I like that it went there because I was like, why don't y'all just do this and this? And then he he tried to do it. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> but I don't know who my favorite character is because, uh, spoiler alert, all of the kids are supposed to represent a stage of grief. Okay. And I think my favorite person, I think all of the girls, I love all of the girls. Like, I don't know, like putting all of the kids together makes, I feel like one whole person. So I feel like they are the best. Minus the scares, you love it. Like it's like it's in your. It reminded me of. It's in your wheelhouse, but it's too scary. I'll have to wait till January then. Yeah. I would recommend Sabrina. Okay. Very good. Did you finish the season? 
No, I well, I was waiting for my sister, and then we decided we're just gonna watch finish just finish it separately, and then we can talk about it. Okay. I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did, because you know how I can't watch scary things because I live alone. But it was fun. It was like a really fun, scary. Like I was surprised at how much Satan, they call him the Dark Lord, how much he's involved in like demons and stuff like that. It's like you can't believe he'd just be involved in some half witch's life, but yeah, it's like he needs this one. In one of the episodes, they did say the p word though. Prophecy. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the other p word. I was like, what? No. <laughs> no. There are. I mean, there's one part where someone's having. It looks like someone's having an orgy. Um. This is supposed to be TV fourteen. A lot of there's huh? This is supposed to be TV fourteen. I know, but there. I mean, nobody's naked. They're just all making out. There's a lot of pot smoking. I heard. Um, like in the first episode, there's a thing. I guess I don't remember that part. Huh. Well, I think we're also hyper vigilant about drug use in movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now that she's getting older, it's like she's going to see it, but we don't want her to think that's cool with us. But it's hard when it's the adults. Yeah. Because I think the ants smoke a little something, something in the first episode. So. <laughs> okay. So we talked about premonitions. We talked about this episode. We talked about Hell House. I'm going to chop it down and it'll be the spooky sprinkle for next week. I'm sure Tim's going to be like, why didn't y'all wait for me? And it's like, we don't have time to wait two years. He's always on vacation. He is always on vacation and yet he is the most stressed out sometimes. That's true. He needs at least 10 vacations a year. We need to be like Tim. I'm going to be like Tim. I'm going to go on more vacation. I had to clean out my dishwasher for the water drama we had in Austin this week. Oh. I, I washed it out with some vinegar. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's scary. Can you I have a life straw. A what? A life straw. Oh, <laughs> the straw that that does everything? Yeah, you can drink directly from the source with it. Do you think it really works? I don't know. Did you try it's it? In my, no, I didn't try it. It's in my, um, and it says it, it, it protects against Giardia and Cryptosporidium. Oh, so, I mean, I think it's one of the better buys I made for my survival pack. You need band Can you cut that? I don't want anyone to know I'm a half-assed prepper. But you're not a half-assed prepper. You're just a just, yes, you're a just-in-caser. A half-assed <laughs> prepper only gets a half a case of water. That's true. And we're all kind I of prepping. I did go to Walmart to get water, and then I just casually like, yeah, I'll take some water. Like, I didn't want them to know I wanted water, but I was like, okay, sure, thank you. Like, <laughs> trying to be cool about it. I wasn't about to fight anyone for it. Well, we had water here at my house, but at our office, we get the Ozarka, and boy, howdy, they were like, you better bring this water. They had just done, yeah. like, a water drop-off, and then they came back this week, too, so that's good. It was like, y'all know we're hurting. But can you imagine, like, Austin's not that big, but Austin's not that small either. Yeah. So what if this had happened in, like, New York or L.A.? Pandemonium. Yeah. Or Miami or any of those places. Like, it would have been pandemonium. Well, we had people who live, like, in Pflugerville, like, places right outside who were saying, I'll buy water and bring it in if anyone needs it. So that was really helpful. Yeah. Well, and even at our HEV, we were, uh, they were limiting water at ours because they knew people were coming in. It was pretty crazy. It's a different kind of spooky. It is a different kind of spooky that just that one week, 
I mean, it ended up being okay, but that first day, I remember that panic. I'm like, is this going to be how it starts? Like, we're going to start losing yeah. water? And then, you know, that thing that's taking over, like, all the kids that are dying, that polio-like disease that paralyzes people? Oh, and it's like, is this how it all starts? Is this how it all begins? That's scary. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to a spooky sprinkle where we just honestly, we just shot the, shot the shit. Shot the, <laughs> shot the shit. <laughs> Email us at spookychatpodcast at gmail.com. Please. Uh, Forrest Wilson does our music. Gallows is beautiful. He can do music for you too. Just contact him. He's a sweetheart. Yep. 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 Um, very friendly. And come to our Insta, spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. Tell your friends to like, subscribe, review, whatever. Tim will probably be here next time, so don't worry. We know all of his fans miss that fine, young, upstanding gentleman, but he is on vacation again. Not in Sedona, but somewhere else. Again, because he just got back. Like, in the last episode, we talk about him going to Sedona. Like, you just got back. How he lives. We all know how he lives. He also owns a Keurig, and he has a Siamese <laughs> cat. So we know how he lives. So fancy. Mm-hmm. And he has a bar with gin in it. That's how fancy he's he is. He's a bar. He's a bar. He is a bar. He drinks cheese <laughs> His birthday's in July. He's a uh, Leo, right? No, uh, he's a Cancer. I don't know. I don't know his bite. He's a Cancer because he's at the beginning. Turn saying, stay safe, spooky babies. No, it's yours. Well, he tried to say it last time, so I'm just offering it up in case anyone wants to say it. No, he's just being a... Being a Tim. Yeah, he's being a Tim. I miss you, Tim. Stay safe, spooky babies. Hit the road, Kylo Ren. Ugh. I notice I have double neck on here, so it's distracting me. Like, I'm hiding mine with the microphone. Okay, I look like the Michelin, the Michelin baby, the tire thing. It's too loose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that problem. That's what she said. I love y'all too, but y'all get your time. shit together. Everybody thinks Monica's a cupcake. Monica's not a cupcake. She'll fuck your shit up. hesitate to send me some Pennywise bullshit. Has he sent you any? No, but he just brings it up whenever he wants and calls me Simona. Well, don't stick up for him. I didn't say anything. And I heard when you, in the chat, when you were like, well, I guess it recognizes an omen. I know what you meant. You meant me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to respond to it. So wait, I said, wow. <laughs> that was so fucked up, though. Okay. Well... Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Fine. That's going at the end of the episode. <laughs>